Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. episode of in no particular order with uh d mac and myself evan the third host um so this is our second official episode with their recording uh so so what's going on right d mac not much man just chilling it's not like you pouring up over there yeah man um i found that i podcast better if i if i drink a little bit and um i'm <laughs> and uh i'm, I'm sipping on because this is all i had in my apartment so some Arizona fruit punch and uh, some Smirnoff. Oh, nice. Tastes kind of like Vicks. Vicks cough syrup, honestly. <laughs> uh, like, how about you? What you sipping on? No, I got some uh, Crown Royal Reserve. Mixing with some Coke, a little bit of Splash of Coke, that's all. Oh, oh uh, Splash of Coke, so mainly the Crown Royal. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so... We it, we intended to have this episode, and I, I think we said that we were going to talk about something else on this episode in terms of our um, top five list, but we changed it to our top five most overrated rappers, and that's going to be the bulk of the show. Like I told you before we started recording, we might break it up into two episodes because there's a lot of shit happening with the culture uh, recently, and like we would be remiss if we didn't um, entertain it. Um, so what do you want to talk about first? Uh, the Eminem shit, the, uh, Lil Wayne shit, or, or the Kanye shit? <laughs> uh, let's start with, uh, let's go back to the Eminem. Okay. Let's go, let's go at the beginning, pretty much. Chronological. Alright, so, um, Eminem dropped a surprise album, which seems to be the thing that all the top artists are, are doing these days. And, um, essentially, the headlines were all of the beef that he was spewing, um, from what people had to say about his last, uh, album, and that was called Relapse, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so, there's a lot of vitriol that, that he spewed, and he, he, he spoke, he spoke about Joe Button, DJ Academics, um, DJ Vlad, I'm sorry, go ahead. yeah, sorry about that. I hate to cut no, you off. Did. Actually, it wasn't the relapse album. It was the, uh, what is it called? The Born, uh, what was it called? It's like an American, I just can think of the cover. It's like a... To the Googles! Uh, yeah. <laughs> let me do my Googles real quick. But, um, yeah, so he, he spoke about, uh, Joe Button, his, uh, former, his former, his former signee at his label, um, DJ Academics, he also spoke about um, DJ Vlad, uh, Lord Jamar of uh, Brand Nubian, and the DJ Vlad interviews, MGK, I, I think Charlemagne a little bit. So essentially everyone who had a, a disparaging comment about his previous his previous album, which if I can find my Wikipedia app, I can fucking tell you what it was called. 
Let me just search for this shit. Um, so it seems like this entire album was him trying to show that he could, that he was still like a rap god, and that um, he, in my opinion, he cannot take constructive criticism at all. <laughs> um, so I guess first, and, and of the two of us, you're the only one who, who actually heard this album because uh, we can go into that in, in, a, in later, but I have no interest in, in hearing any. Lil Wayne, I mean, any Eminem album ever again. <laughs> in my opinion, Eminem can shut the fuck up forever. He should have stopped with fucking the third one. He he would have been cemented as a GOAT, and everything would have been fine. But, because he continues to go on and on and on, he can't find a lane that works for him, and and I think he's just, he, he's lost his way. Alright, where, what is Wikipedia doing, man? Wikipedia is shit. It's a revival. Revival, revival, yes, thank you. Yeah. Revival, yes, yes. You're better Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what? So first, uh, firstly, what did you think of the album? Oh, that was dope. It was. I'm not gonna put it in a classic range, but it was hot. It was dope. You got. It was just. It's like your old school hip hop. You got your your lyrics. You got your cadences. You got your styles. You got your. He can speed it up. He can slow it up. He can break it down syllables. He had you busting out a dictionary, and he had you listening to it more than once because you had to figure out what he was saying. So that's why I was like, all right, I'm, I'm impressed. Like it, it, it got me. I, Eminem, it, it, it put me, it, it really put in perspective that Eminem is, he, he's probably one of the top five rappers of all the time. You, you gotta give him that. Literally, you gotta give him that. But far as some folks thought it was, some folks, Knew it was hip hop. It was lyrical. It was breaking down syllables, all that stuff. You got Buzz High Dictionary, but some people didn't tune into it because of the fact that, you know, he's yelling. It's rage. You yeah. can feel the energy on that album. <laughs> <laughs> like he, yeah, like he's pissed off, and and I mean, I get it. You know, Full of he angst. he took. I I think he could take the criticism of his album. Do you? Yeah, the only reason why I say that because this ain't the first time. This is this is like the second. <laughs> That's what. The second. Yeah, this is probably no, this is really like the fourth or fifth time because like when he had um uh the the first one after the Eminem show that he went super crazy with the different accents. He was like being a fucking mass murderer and shit. P- people didn't like. People hated that one too. Yeah, that's uh, actually that's relapse. Yes. Yep. Yep. He yep. he even said he even said himself that he was on some he was that that album was whack. He even said himself he said that album was whack. Encore he wasn't feeling so hot about, but he said relapse was like the wackest album he ever had. Like really, that was bad. And then he was just like revival on the other hand. Granted, he was kind of speaking kind of politics and all that and kind of slowing down, getting a different perspective of Eminem. But then when folks think came at him, was like, "Oh, this is the wackest shit I ever heard," and all this other stuff. I mean, he took really hot at him. He started throwing shots at Joe Budden, uh, Charlemagne, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, academics, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I think that's pretty much it. Well, it might have been more folks. I don't know, but yeah, uh, but those were like the major ones. Okay, but to your point though. You said that you, you feel like he can take criticism, and that he he, he even offered that uh, the one album in the past was trash. Now, 
um, in the part of the interview that I could stomach with him and Sway, um, he said that he also admits that the last album was trash. So if that's the case, why was he getting upset with other people? Well, besides MGK, like that's a whole other thing that we'll tackle in a minute. But Charlemagne, yeah. uh, Academics, and Joe Button all gave a, uh, not mean spirited, but uh, a, a critical critique of the album, which is what critics do. And then he got mad. It seems like to me like he got mad at anyone who gave any type of uh, disparaging comment about his album, which I I would argue means that he 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 can't take criticism. Mm, I would I wouldn't say that. It's just the fact that how people phrase it. If you could say yeah, this album okay. I ain't feeling it is wag as any other, but Joe Budden said that was the wackest shit he ever heard in his in his life. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, in his life. Like, he took it there. Yeah, that's a good point. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and then that's why he was just like, what? Have you not heard Joe shit? Like, like really? Like, he said also in the interview. Also a good point. <laughs> uh, academics, I'm not even sure what academics said, but he judges on everybody with academics. He's just happy just because his name is actually right. in, a, in a rap album. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I feel so sorry for his show because ever since, ever since Joe left, that shit has just been a fucking... Trash. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I said the same thing. It's fucking trash. But, I, so, like, this is definitely, obviously, a tangent. But Joe Button is also spreading himself too thin. Just like Charlamagne was doing for a while. He can't talk about the same topics on three different platforms. He's talking about on his show, on his podcast, rather, on his show that's on uh, YouTube. And you know, he got his two shows on YouTube. And they're all talking about the same shit every week. Have you seen, my, yeah, as a matter of fact, have you seen, did you, oh yeah, you said two shows, have you seen the other, the one with, uh, with, uh, Remy Ma? Yeah, um, State of the Culture? Yeah, that yeah. one, I, I don't like it, I, I like it, I like it as far as Remy Ma and him on there, the other two was like, huh, but, like, Remy Ma, because Remy Ma was on there when he got called out, I don't know if you've seen that episode. Yeah, what's he gonna do about it, Joe? I yeah, wonder if you gonna like, yeah, she was like, oh, I just think you scared and you pussy and all this other shit. You, you know, dumb? you don't eat your ass up a lot. <laughs> Are you dumb? That shit was funny, man. I just like, damn, she just straight called this dude out. <laughs> Bro, uh, but, yeah, I think that Remy and her have a good dynamic. And I like the fact that on that show, at least, he, he doesn't have two yes-men around him. Because he makes his podcast, Rory and Maul are trash. Yes, just, I know. It's just yes-men. And fucking they yes-men. Yeah, 100%. So that's why that show is only good with Joe Button talks. When they put their opinions on shit, I'm like, I'm, it's about time to fast forward. Yeah. But with what Joe Button said on, on, on his podcast, we now understand why he went so hard on the album. Because when he first did it, he was acting as though it was, it was just a, a normal critique. But now we know that there was fucking pettiness behind how, how bad he critiqued it because he think that M could have done more for him. Yeah. That's what he think, yeah. But Eminem on the back of last today, he think that uh, he was doing all he can about putting Slaughterhouse on the map, and he thought it was gonna be lyrical content. Granted, I thought Slaughterhouse was gonna be off the chain too, because you got some good like MCs on there. But well, you, just... you got you got Joe Button, Royce Five Nine, and four other niggas I never heard of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 nah, you had. Uh, the other, the other dudes, uh, exactly. what's his name? I can't, I can't think of that dude's exactly. name. I can't even picture his face because exactly. he had a hot album. He had a hot song. 
that like Royce? literally caught my eye. Not Royce, but it was it was some dude. I think it was the Port the Puerto Rican dude. Oh, I just can't uh, think of his name. Joel Ortiz. There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's hot. He's Is hot. It? I I think he's hot. Like I, far as songs wise, I haven't heard by body of work, but I've heard several songs that I could say, okay, it's, he can he could be honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody else, huh? <laughs> but it it all went downhill. It didn't get no play. So now Joe Button left Slaughterhouse. He left Eminem alone. But him and Eminem was never clicking from the get go. So yeah, he was yeah. he was black lashing, saying, "Oh, Eminem got to run stuff through Paul and everybody. We have to run through Paul. Like, why we got to run through Paul for? Like, this damn I'm like, really? Like, but I mean, granted, Paul is his manager, but whatever." <laughs> I was like, you gotta go with what works. Shoot, you you going with the artist that's selling millions? What are you selling? Right, you going wood? <laughs> For real, wood, bro. Now, do you? Because I disagree with Remy. I think that Joe Button's uh, hour and fifteen minute rebuttal to the Eminem line is good enough for me. Because uh, I tried to listen to fuck Joe Button's uh, Drake forty five minute song, and it was trash. <laughs> so I would rather hear him talk very, uh, very uh, deeply on his podcast about it than hear him try to make a trash song about it. So you, you gotta drop bars, man. You think so? You gotta drop bars. I don't want to hear that. Like it, that's almost like the Drake and uh, Pusha T shit. All of a sudden he come with like a little statement, Pre- like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when I was acting and this, that, and the third. I hope y'all enjoying the circus right now. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> man, come on, man. Like, really? And, and be honest with you, you left it like that. And then you got other folks saying, oh, he had a, a son that would have killed Pusha T. We want to hear it. We want to hear it. I don't, don't want to hear it. <laughs> but that's, that's a little different, though, because that was song to song. And then Jay Prince got involved. And then Drake got out of it because he noticed Jay Prince is probably going to kill Pusher T and his wife. But <laughs> when um, I liken what Joe Button's doing to more so the newer generation of uh, beefing to where it's not just simply music. Because 50 started with doing the skits about fucking Rick Ross and, and, and all that shit. And then Game made it even better with him versus Meek. Although Game put out a hot ass song. But then, like, he had the memes and shit. He had the fucking Instagram posts and shit. So, I, I like in what... Like, beef now, I think, is, is multimedia. It's, it's not just on wax. So, yes. so, I personally think that, like, that was, um... That, that uh... Sufficed for me. But, moving right along, though, because the only two people who, who responded were, uh... Joe Button on his podcast and MGK. Now, before I give my response to the MGK song... What, how did you take that MGK song? Oh, it was nice. I, I, I give it to him. It was nice, but he kept, the only, the only bad thing about it was, I, I, I have, I, uh, listened to it once, once over, I'm like, okay, it's nice. Listen to it again, then I started catching small flaws. And the yeah. only really, the small flaw, the Talk only flaw it. was, really was, he kept, how are you in, and granted, Eminem put it in his song too. <laughs> How you gonna big up somebody on this song? Yeah, man, you won the top five rappers alive, so and so, so and so, but you acting like this though. 
why you doing this? Why you doing it? Like, it, it was like on that level. Like, you gonna boost them up and say, you know, give them props and all this. And then you gonna try to like hit them with, oh, you acting like this, you acting like that. Like, it is, it was crazy. You can't, you can't compliment somebody and then turn around and then just this deal. It, it sounded like he was like, you either gonna go on the this one, you gonna go full throttle. Like, ain't no compliment. Yo, I ain't gonna even say you top five. I'm gonna say you top garbage. Like, if he would say, yeah, you top five, people say you top five, no, you top garbage. If he would have hit something like that, then it would have been like, all right, cool. Instead of him saying, yeah, you top, you think when you top five records live, then he'd just imitate his voice saying some, oh, Haley, da 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 blah, 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 blah. Like, come on, man. Like, but overall, this, it was good. It was good. It was good for, for, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I'll I put it that <laughs> way. It was good. <laughs> um, it, it it threw me off. <laughs> that is by far the best recording that Machine Gun Kelly has ever been a part of in, in his entire career, <laughs> bar none. I think that everyone on the planet Earth can can agree upon that. Bro, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what's crazy about it? That? Is that the, 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 I, I agree with you all the way. But what's crazy about it was when he was on the Breakfast Club talking about some he and sold like 20 million records. And I just looked up. They oh, just looked. I just looked up his record as far as the album that he just dropped like two weeks ago. Yeah, it wasn't like two thousand some shit like that. Yeah, it's like it's like twenty two thousand or something like that. It's like low as fuck. Like he barely pushing you, in it. and this shit whack as hell too. I actually tried to tune in. I was like, oh, man, you know what? I'm gonna tune in on it. Man, we listened to it probably like three or four songs. I was like, yeah, this shit done. Yeah, <laughs> this shit done. Eminem one. Like the only hot album, the only hot song on there is the song that he talking about Eminem on, because he put that on it, oh, and did, that's it. Smart. <laughs> um, that's it. Okay, so while I do agree with your uh, point to a certain extent, but I, I look at it like this: uh, as MTK said on the song, he made a comment about his daughter that it wasn't too spicy, uh, like twenty years ago. And and until that point, he respected Eminem, so he was kind of taken aback by this assault on him about a little comment. Yeah. When Eminem is the king of talking about people about killing his about killing his daughter's mother on every fucking album, killing his mother, who is Haley's grandmother, on every fucking album, and then <laughs> and this kind of segues back to Joe Button for a minute too. He's talking about Joe Button allegedly slapping bitches. That's Eminem's whole fucking career, killing bitches. Although it's fictional killing the bitches, but still, you, you can't fucking get mad at, mad at Joe for that, but back to MTK. So, I feel as though MTK came from the perspective, like, Eminem, I respect you. I think you're one of the greatest. You're coming at me, so I'm going to come at you, too. But now, I will I will pay you your homage. I'm still, I'm still getting that ass. And I would say that this MTK uh, track is one of the best diss tracks ever. I would say if we do a top five diss record, we'll probably come at some point. This, as of right now would be in there and, and no particular order of course you think so absolutely oh uh, it could be uh, that he brought up parts that was kind of petty and like kind of easy jokes but i don't think the same shit like he said like it was beard's weird and his beard is very weird <laughs> yeah and he talked about like uh talk about like the jump shoot like the jumpsuits he wears all the time. That was pretty, that was funny though. And then I'm uh, talking about uh, shit. What else did he say? Um, 
His flow was impeccable. The hook was good. Had just a, just enough auto tune on the hook to make it hot. And, and the beat was cold. And then like the video was hot. So yeah, um, <laughs> I thought it was good. Now, now shifting gears to Eminem's response. Uh, how did you feel about that? Oh, uh, that was. He didn't have to. That's I, that's that's what that's what. And I was he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. I don't even think he should, cause he knew he already knew the repercussions of it, as far as boosting this dude up. Like he was boosting this dude up. Like the dude, he even noticed too that he was gonna boost it up for the album sales and all that. You know, the album sales did some ass. So, <laughs> so he didn't really boost it. Yeah, he just said, "Oh, she ain't gonna get him doing this, doing that," and he kind of put him on the platform. But then that also showed I am, which everybody knew anyway. Well, at least I, I would think everybody knew is that when Eminem put out his stuff, that it is dissing, rapping, you know, eating people alive, that shit gonna sell. And I think, I forgot, they said it's like the second, the second diss song ever on YouTube to ever get streamed so many times or whatever. It broke too many damn records. And I was just like, and he just put it out. And it's, the, the song, to me, his song was very, it'll go over folks' heads. Put it that way. If you're not in tune with lyrics and how people it wasn't even the delivery it was like the, his wordplay then it'll go over your head that's why some folks was like oh that it was trash is that any other i'm like have you actually broke down what he was actually saying like it took it took me about four or five times of listening to it over and over to figure out what the hell he was saying and how he was referring to even even the uh, actual title of the song means something that's why, and that's another thing that a lot of folks don't know either. That's why I was just like, <laughs> the dude, it was well thought played, it was well played, and man, Eminem killed it. But he shouldn't, have, he shouldn't reply back. Wait, wait, I would, I would just left it alone. What does the title mean besides kill shot? Kill shot, yeah. not like kill shot. It's like I got, I got to get more into it because I was looking, listening to the uh, what you call that radio show, uh, ninety eight point uh, a big boys neighborhood. Nah, the one in New York. Hot 97? There you go. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. They was talking about it, and old dude, I forgot his name, but he was breaking it down. He said kill shot means it. Yeah, Ebro was saying that, yeah, it's from a movie. And how he broke it down, like kill shot, he's like kill shot from a movie that something, something, something. I, I don't know, bro. You just take a look at it one time. Yeah. Uh, And then you'll see, you'll be like, damn, you ain't I'm telling you, bro, this shit was well thought out. Like, and a lot of people didn't know that. Like, damn, I didn't even know this shit. I'm like, damn, for real? Like, this dude really thought this shit out. That's why I was just like, the shit went over so many folks' heads because of how lyrical it was. It, it just really went over folks' heads. And everybody was like, oh, that shit was whack. Nah, that shit was really pretty fire. Like, <laughs> Well, um, I will say, as a person who, who, who I feel... Uh, speaking of myself, um, has a pretty good grasp on lyrics and bears. That shit was fucking trash. The best thing about it was was the MGK uh, artwork on the front. That, that, that was an amazing <laughs> picture of an MGK. That's a good drawing of him. But um, and then okay, MGK's uh, track was steeped steeped in reality. Eminem's track started off with a fucking cartoon metaphor about him and Rihanna. I'm like, how you gonna start off with fucking huh? 
dead. Like, talking about he, like he's on the fucking treadmill watching 8 Mile. Like, what are you, huh? That shit was trash, oh. bro. Bro, that's 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 what throws you off, man. If, if you, I'm telling if, you. If you, well, whose fault is that, though? <laughs> that's his fault. No, no, no. That's the shit that throw you off. That's why you got to, like, really listen to it. Because he's like, oh, I got Rihanna on the text. Then she left hickeys on my neck. That didn't and happen. He said, they, no, that's what he said. He said, man, you talking so complex. He's like, you're complimenting me right here on this, and then you're trying to diss me on the next. That's what he was referring to. You see what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. But, Hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, and then I, I was going to say, uh, and whenever you're in a rap battle, I think I I think I stole this line from Charlemagne. But um, if you start bringing up how much money you got, in my in my opinion, you're corny as fuck. Nobody cares about how much money you got in in, in a in a battle. I want I want to I want to see some low shots. So when you talk about I'm on my treadmill watching Eight Mile, like come on, bro, nobody cares. Um, and honestly speaking, I can't even recall that much of of it. I, I, I gave it five listens back to back to back to back to back. And I thought that shit was trash each of the times. Now, me and my old boss, Chad, who's on the show, who's been on, like, the main show uh, yeah. a myriad of times, we we always send um, hot, rap, hot, hot rap tracks back and forth. And I sent him both of those. And he also agrees with you that the Eminem track is better. So my question for you and, and that I have for him, is that Eminem bias seeping in? What, from from you? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> bias goes both ways. Or from uh, me? Or from me? It could be both. That's a hot <laughs> take. Cause I'm biased against Eminem. Honestly, I think you and, and Chad might be biased towards Eminem. So I wonder if bias is seeping into this. I think I don't, I don't think it's biased. Well, the reason why I don't think it's biased towards like our part, me and uh, me and your boy, is because of the fact that. Yeah, the shit is just like it's it's fire. Like, don't get me wrong. I straight up tell you, revival was trash. I even tell you, relapse was trash. I thought encore was yeah, it was alright. Marshmallow LP LP two, the the second one, it was good. It was good. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was like off the chain. I like. I loved recovery. Recovery was good. Uh, I'm trying to think what's up, what's going on after that one. Recovery, I think it was March Mathers LP two probably. I believe but, so. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so. and then if you want to go further back, uh, his first record was okay to me. I wasn't really into it. I really got into Eminem at the March Mathers LP yep. when he just went off on everybody, and that was good. And that, Eminem show was good, and then that's where it was it great. Yep. Yeah, Th- that's where it stops me. He had three. <laughs> classics in my opinion back to back to back and everything after because that that's when he started that's when the drugs took over um if i recall correctly and that's when he started to trash now if you would have stopped at those three albums he would have had one of the best runs ever now now hold on like real quick real quick now he said like all right he said he's watching eight mile on my northern track yeah he was running right he said i realized i forgot to call you back Here's the autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on the starter cap. That's Stan. Now, he, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was actually talking about, like, his daughter. Like, no bullshit. That's what he was talking about, his daughter. Yeah. Because remember in his son, in his son, he was saying, oh, I was a fan. 
he was kind of referring to himself right. like saying, but then this, that, and the third. And it, how he flipped it, then it went to Stan, Stan. Uh, hold on real quick. Yep. Yeah, it went to Stan, Stan. Yes. Hold on, I'm trying to bring you here for. Well, anyway, anyway, yeah, it went to stand, stand. Uh, damn, hold on, man, I'm messing up here. All right, I got it. Stand, stand, man, dad, dad isn't mad, but how you gonna make yourself? How you gonna name yourself at the gun? How you gonna name yourself that damn gun, but you have a man bun. Alright, that no. shit was funny. It was alright. I mean. It was alright. Bro, but okay. far as, but far as him selling and money and all that, of course we know that UGK, I mean, MGK ain't gonna never sell that much, that many records. That, that shit easy. That's yeah. light work right there. Yep. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Um, to the man bun comment. Um, man buns, although like we're both black dudes, so we obviously don't have man buns. But man, white dudes with man buns would probably take most people's bitches though. So that, that's also a bar that Eminem is not well informed on. Also, when he called out uh, MGK a mumble rapper, MGK is not a mumble rapper at all. Now nah, he, I think he thinking him. He's just saying he's a mumble rapper just because he don't. Because Eminem out of touch. He, <laughs> that's why he said that. that. Or maybe because he used all tune. Because Eminem don't use no damn all tune. That's probably why he said that though. Man, I, if, when auto tune, when used correctly, is a great tool. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and, yeah, so, but yeah, but when he called him a mum rapper, like Eminem's out of touch. He, he needs to sit his ass down because Jay Z is never that out of, never that that out of touch. But okay, <laughs> um, I feel like we've given that like enough um, uh, breath. Now, next thing that came out in our three part news segment before we get to our top five. Un- overrated rappers is uh the card of five came out five years late oh, what are your thoughts on it <laughs> it should have been five more years more <laughs> <laughs> yo oh, i listen to this shit it, it's all right let me put it to you this way it's all right it ain't even good it's all right that's all i'm gonna say it's hmm. all right just for wayne's sake but putting it in the perspective of we've been waiting so long, I put it in the category trash. Wow. Because of the fact we've been waiting too long for it. We've been waiting all day for this. That's why I'm like, <laughs> you've been waiting these, this many years to hear this bullshit. And I'm sitting there like, yo, you can let, you know what? In the lawsuit, you should have told Burbank, hey, man, you can have that one. Go ahead and have that one. You can play that for yourself. You know, I'm going to make something new. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause that shit is trash. And I heard the last, the last song. I listened to it. I'm actually feeling that one, bro. I say I, I'm feeling that a little bit because he basically trying to say he he almost killed himself and all that with the gun. I get it, but I it, it's pre, it's pretty good. But other than that, they didn't have Mona Lisa track. It was all right. Thank you. I mean, okay, I think, yeah, wait. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but that but, needs some. Uh, that needs more time. Mona Lisa is probably the most overrated track of this year so far. It's good. People yeah. Like, oh my god! It's alright. Yeah. It's it's alright, man. It's, it's alright. I've heard songs like that before. It's alright. It, I mean, it's that dude. It just it just felt like the shit was rushed. Like 
Hang on, yeah, it literally feels like it was shit was rust. And that's why I'm pissed off at because I'm like, dude, we've been waiting all these years to hear some shit. Like, I'm thinking, I'm trying to hear some. I haven't heard. I'm at least trying to hear some card three type shit. Like, this ain't no card three type shit. This ain't no card four type shit. That's why I was like, yo, this shit just beyond. Yeah, it's almost like he been removed from the world for a minute. <laughs> really? Yeah. So um, on, on these past two topics, we are uh, definite opposites. I would say that to me, this is the best Carter besides a Carter one. What? Really? Even though it's five years old, it sounds like it could have came up, been recorded in 2018. And so that's point number one. Point number two is, um, damn I was point number two. Give me a second. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Point number two is, in terms of flow, he, how, how much he changed his flow up on like every fucking song. Cause shit, man. Uh, uh, let me go down like the track list real quick. But like, there's a couple fucking standouts with, with his flow. It's just amazing. And then three, no one's ever gonna live up to five years of hype. It's virtually impossible. But I think, um, in terms of other albums that have been anticipated, I feel like he's done better to say. Uh, he did better than Kanye, who, who didn't take his long off. But all right, um, on "Can't Be Broken," which is track number one, two, three, four, five. Track number six, the song after the song with him and Travis Scott, which is okay. His flow "Can't Be Broken" is amazing. Uh, and like his R and B, because okay, now me personally, uh, I kind of like R and B slash rock Lil Wayne too. Uh, like, or like his uh. His R&B songs on here was kind of hot too, cause the song uh, yeah. that uh, "What About Me" that that was gonna have Drake and uh, Post Malone on it. That song is that song is fire to me. Um, the, the song with his daughter is is pretty good. Hit is hit is damn good. I took his time to like a classic fucking Lil Wayne tr- track. Uh, Demon is is, is amazing. Uh, Mess is good. The song with his baby mama good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to think about this, bro, he get his whole family about to eat off it. <laughs> he mm. he eating off his mama eating off it because like she on three tracks. Uh, his baby mama eating off it and his daughter. They all on it, bro. So think about the fact his whole family is about to eat off this album, bro. Then I'm I, fucking. Uh, uh, I should go ahead. Nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um. Used to was good, and then like yeah, like that, that last song as a body of work. That song has enough depth to it to, to tell it like it's, it's, it's that's a fucking autobiography. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that might be the most introspective Lil Wayne song I've ever heard. This is introspective Wayne, bro, and he's never introspective. Yeah. Because of, of all the rappers out, you know nothing about Lil Wayne. He's been he's been out. He's like our age. I think he's like two years old. Two years older right. than us. Yeah, something but like we, that. But we know nothing about Lil Wayne's life besides like he fucking do lean and he fuck bitches. He might have herpes and then, like he uh, might be a fucking baby. But th- this is the first time we heard anything about his life. And the fact that on that song, he, he tells for the first time about he, he tried to kill himself at the age of 12 is compelling, bro. Especially with all the shit that's going on lately and, and black culture in America as a whole. Because I've been thinking about lately like the state, the, the state of black mental health. Like fucking, um, Meek Mill was talking earlier, and he's gonna come up later on in the episode, <laughs> too. Uh, but he's talking about, uh, black people in the hood 
have PST. I mean, oh, PS. PTSD. Thank you. Because think about it, bro. That's not normal. Now, granted, I don't think that we grew up with like a lot of people who died around. It's like a few. I think it's fairly normal. But yeah, but if if, if you ask like some of our white uh, friends about it, might say that's crazy. We know like two or three people who died from uh, violent crimes in high school and shit. But when people grow up around that shit and that becomes normal and they they don't get a chance to mourn about it or do anything like that, that's why a lot of black people in our community, unfortunately. This is like, this is inside talk that I should be talking about publicly, but fuck it. That's why we're so fucked up, bro. Cause w- there's no outlet for this fucking shit we go through. And then in the black community, it, you're weak if you if you talk about shit that makes you sad. Or and but but who people should not be used to seeing people die all the time. Now I'm not I'm not sure that's why Wayne tried to kill himself. But being 12 and then find a gun in the house and doing that shit, that's how I took it. And I, and the fact that he talked about having those suicide thoughts and a, a suicide attempt i applaud him for that because maybe because people like wayne so much they'll open about their own experiences and get it and get the proper help that they need true you're right about the pts thing yo i i, I thought about that shit a while ago but that's i've been thinking about that shit like, for a while bro yeah man because uh because yeah. uh other people in, in, in the world culturally they don't see anything wrong with you uh Having a therapist, having like a psychiatrist, someone talk talk to your problems about. But in the black in black community, bro, that's something that's, that's shunned upon. Now, granted, uh, since I believe in God, I just pray about like things that kind of affect me. But mm-hmm. but I think I don't think there's anything wrong with getting outside help as well, because like God talked back to you in like actions. But having someone you can actually talk to who can give you different methods that can help you get over these things is very important. But something that we kind of frowned upon. So I, yeah. I like when people like me talk about this shit. When you talk about it, uh, like now people are talking about it openly, like uh, like like uh, like with Mac Miller and shit passing on too, like he's part of the culture. And then people medicate with uh, drugs, alcohol, and women, and that's probably why Wayne does all that fucking lean, does all these drugs, always fucking all these women shit because he has fucking problems. And the fact that he talks about it publicly, hopefully it'll help him out and it help out all all his little Wayne. Afterlife's out there. Now, Lil Wayne still fucked up though. He yeah, still absolutely. Be, absolutely. Still be drinking lean wings. Still absolutely. be smoking weed. You seen him with the cups and shit. And yep. He just saw probation. Now that's why he doing it. So yeah, if he was still on probation, that motherfucker right. wouldn't be doing it. So that's. But I don't know. anybody who, who drinks all the time or does a lot of drugs, like especially now, like this fucking pill problem, like we got like in the black culture right now. It's because they're hiding from shit. And, and most people I know who do a lot of pills and shit are people who see people die around them all the fucking time. And, and mm-hmm. they shit to fucking numb they shit. So this is like the the deep part of our uh, comedy podcast. But yeah, but I'm just saying, it's like that song is probably, as of right now, my favorite Lil Wayne song in a long ass time. But you giving your opinion about the Carter Five, I'll give it mine. So now, be, before we move to the last news segment, then to the meat of the, of the episode. So, if you would, rank the Carters to me in a particular order from best to worst. Five being the worst, one being the best. Five being the worst. Um, I will put... Hey, wait, I will tell you. There is a right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a right or wrong answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, five being the worst. I'm gonna put five or five. Five be the worst. Oh, That's the worst. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. The car. 
Then for the fourth one, I will choose number. I'll choose number three. Okay. Three, yeah. Then after that, for the third, I will pick four. Cause I thought four was pretty. Four was something different because he had on the interludes he had other rappers and yeah. it was kind of like a freestyle. That's why that's the only thing I kind of liked about it. Then I liked the the song with Rick Ross, John. That was that was all, that was the shit. Uh, she will with Drake. That shit was that shit was lit. Mega Man. Yeah, that shit was like, yeah, I know, I, damn, I know a whole bunch of songs off the damn thing. Well, then after that, I will put two. Two had to grow on me for a minute because I didn't like two at first, but two grew on me. And I, I put two with two, and then one will be the best one. The first one is always going to be the classic because that was a whole different Lil Wayne. Like, uh, all his albums, that one was like the more together when people were thinking he was copying somebody, stealing somebody flow. But that was just him. He just grew up, and that's all it was. And he was killing it, man. That that's what that's what made him stood out. But I, I, I'll say this too: I never would have thought that Little Wayne would have been mainstream. This mainstream. I thought he was always gonna be a down south rapper like Lil Bootsy and everybody else yep. that you knew about. But he wasn't like hot, like on fire, like everybody know who he is. No, everybody knows who Lil Wayne is. <laughs> right. So, that, so that's why I have to give it to him. Like he, his platform like grew, and I don't even think he thought he was gonna be this damn big. But hey, good for him. I just hope he just stay off the. I just hope he just don't overdose on some damn pills or glean or some shit. You know, dying some damn way. But I just hope he he make it through. He gonna be one of the ones that you know take all this damn substance abuse and end up killing himself. Literally. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So, uh, yet again, our rankings are going to be quite different. My uh, the worst Carter Carter by far is Carter Two to me. Carter Two is trash. The, the lead okay. single was Fireman, and the album was anything but. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was whack. Um. Then number four. All right. Um. So I get three. I get the Carter three and four mix up. What songs did the Carter Three have on it? Amelia, 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 Amelia. Is that the same one that had I let the beat build, bitch? Yep. Cause that song you had to put me a bone because I kept skipping like, nah, bro, let's set this in. Give it to like a yeah. minute thirty because he had to let the beat build. <laughs> he didn't let that yeah. beat build. That shit was okay. All right. That's the one with Kanye. Kanye built that one. All right, that's Carter. Okay, and Carter Four had John on it. Yeah, Carter Ford had John on it. Uh, is Carter Ford the one that had? No, that's Carter Three. Okay, so Carter Four. Like a cop car. Now get up, Bobby. Yeah. I used to date a girl like who was going to the police academy, and like that that was a ringtone. <laughs> I see what I made it do was fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Carter four is number four. Carter three is number three. Um, then Carter five is number two, and Carter one is number one. At least we agree. I know we agree on the one. I knew we was gonna agree on that one. Cause uh, Carter one was in my top five favorite albums. Then like last night, yeah. 
after yeah. you text me about your uh, your hot take on Carter Five, I was like, man, shit, like, let me go back and see the Carter One. And Carter One, although now I can skip like on like the uh, uh like the framing sequences, like talking about the Carter Building, but there's not a bad, there's not a song that's bad on that whole album, bro. Well, Carter Five, or Carter One. Oh, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one's like all the way through good. There's songs I'll skip that I'm uh, I'm tired of. I mean, that I, that I played out. But in terms of bad songs, there's not a bad song on there. And then, yeah, you're right. that was some of his most creative, bro. He's like, leg, 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 arm, head. The heat ain't better than me. I'm going to make this. Yeah. yeah. His, hooks was, his hooks was different than anything out in the game, bro. Then he had the... Uh, I got a bitch in the back. I got a hoe in the front. <laughs> yeah, one cooking the crap, one rolling the blunt. Pussy and ass to the beautiful bra. That's it. <laughs> the visuals, but you can see that in your mind's eye. Then, like, sort of, uh, my put, 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 pack. I don't care. I'm a motherfucking cash money millionaire. To that point, that album was produced prominently. Prominently by uh by Manny Fresh and Manny Fresh had the worst track on on the Carter Five. That's that's not something like he, he did in 1992. <laughs> Ashanti, bro, who the fuck has Ashanti on a song anymore? That shit was trash. Yeah, that song was the worst song, and well, tied for the two worst song on Carter Five were that and the song with fucking uh Swiss Beats. Oh hell yeah! If Swiss Beats come on track set. It's Swiss Beats or or uh, whatever his little tagline is. I skip automatically. So so to that point, I I didn't hear that whole song yet because I, I get maybe a, a third of a verse in. I can't do it because it has Swiss Beats on it. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so uh, moving along to our yeah, we're almost an hour in. <laughs> we actually got to the main topic. Oh, honorable mention too because yeah. I know we probably won't get to that. Listen to that uh and. I, I put money on it. Lil Wayne might not sell, like, cause since he dropped this week, it's like three other albums dropped this week. Yeah. And one of them I actually paid attention to, cause I was like, at first I was like, huh, and it was Logic, and it was like, huh, cause Logic, I'm like, you know, fifty fifty on. He has a couple hot songs, but some of the songs I'd be like throwing off on, like, uh, like what the dude talking about? Even though he he, he got lyric, he can spit a little bit, but this album. Man, first six songs, I was like, "Wow!" Really? Like, damn! Like, I, man, I've been sleeping on this dude. Like, what the, what, what the hell is going on, bro? Like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah like this is like his fifth project, I believe, but not more than that. Yeah, it's bro. They, I, I want you to listen to it. Like, when you get a chance, because I just listened to the Wu Tang one, and Wu Tang remind me it was Wu Tang Forever. And first thing I thought, I was like, "Man, what do you do? Make some Drake shit?" And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> But did nah, he actually had every Wu Tang clan member on there except for, you know, old Dirty Bass right. he died. And it was really good. It was super good. And I was like, man, all right, let me rewind. Start off from the beginning. And then I listened to literally the first seven tracks and I was just like, damn, this shit's good. Like he was talking about the he said something praising jealousy. Then he turned around saying something like Rick James or some shit. Like, like I don't know, something darkness like Rick James. Yo, that shit had me like, I had to think for me. I was like, yo, this dude, he hot as fuck. Like, and now I actually see why his damn audience is so, like, like on point. 
But this album, I think this album actually gonna put him in a different stratosphere compared to them other albums. Because them other albums you can listen to, you be like, eh, yeah, it's like the production or him talking and rapping and shit. Like, it ain't too good. Yeah, he had some couple hit songs that hit the heart and all that, like the 1-800, the Suicide Hotline one. Yeah. That, that shit, yeah, that shit go hard. But this, this song, this, this album, I think it's going to throw folks off a lot. Like, he actually, like, like really rapping and sound like some old school. Bro, I, I put it on everything. It's like an old school. Like, you think you in the 90s. When he started spitting, you almost think you in the 90s for a minute. Like, yo, this dude got me, like, thinking of some, like, not even on a Wu-Tang shit, just, like, on some... I'm back in the '90s, Tupac and Method Man, and everybody well, else rapping like this. And with that, you lost me because I hate '90s rap. '90s <laughs> rap is trash to me, bro. I hate that shit. But well, you are the third person that gave me a ranking endorsement for Logic. Um, now doesn't he have to have two different personas like the Bobby Tarantino and then like his Frank Sinatra, like young? Yeah, it's like young something. I forgot. Yeah. See, the thing is, I have never, to my, to my recollection, I've never heard an entire entire song by Logic. But we did a a an interview on the show in our summer interview sessions of TSBF the podcast with his comic artist named Dan Dan Fraga. He said the exact same thing. Like the, the, the he broke down like Logic's whole come up from being like a, a like just basically a SoundCloud rapper to where he is now. So yeah, after everyone's been talking about, it, I think I would probably fuck with it at some point. But my honorable mention before we get to the quick news, I think, because uh, the project, the project didn't come out. Yeah. Last episode we talked about uh, Lupe. Lupe dropped some fire. Like I think last week or week before, he dropped some fire, bro. Yeah, I, I ain't even I ain't even hear about that one. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Had, about had, that. But now apparently it's a concept album, and like the the best way that I can explain it, um, the concept of the album is uh Black Panther meets Aquaman. It's about slaves who got buried in the ocean, but the ocean had like some special powers. It turned them into like sea creatures. It sounds crazy, but on an album like he he, he breaks it down. But his it sound, flow, yeah, it, it sounds crazy as fuck, don't it? Nah, it sounds dope. It sounds like some Lupe shit. Yeah. And, and then, um, his flows, his verses, and his hooks, his beats, because most times the problem with conscious rap is the beats are trash. But this is conscious yeah. rap with fire beats. So, so it should go hard as fuck. I would say it's his third best album. After, uh, the first two, then it's come this one. Then, then everything else is pretty much trash besides... Tattoo and some uh, look pretty good too, but yeah, but yeah. So I'll scout Logic, but check out that um, Alupe. Like it's like twenty five tracks too. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out then. It's called Hell yeah, Drogas Wave, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Um, sorry. So last bit of news before we get into like the the, the main topic. Yeah, I, I'm fairly confident that I'm gonna break this up into a two because uh, yeah, yeah, I know. This is pretty meaty <laughs> content. And, and, I might as well uh, just milk, milk every morsel uh, out of it. Now, Kanye has been on um, a love tour uh, for the last few weeks and in anticipation of his new album, Yandy. And that's how he took Jesus and, and mixed his name when it made it Yeezus. So, so this, is go, this is going to be the spiritual successor to that album called It's Him and Gandhi Gandhi. So that's why he, he's doing songs like with uh, Lil Pump 
He's taking these pictures with all these people and shit. Then, two things happen. Well, three. Wayne said he's coming out Friday. So, Ye said he's coming out Saturday. And he said that he knew that Wayne was going to beat him, but it's all love. Then, Kanye went crazy again. Because like, he wore like the MAGA hat. Then he went on a rant on, on SNL. And then now the album didn't come out, but he's tweeting and, and he's on the gram all day posting pics. And no fucking Andy! Yeah. So, yeah. I don't even know what's up with the mega hat. I'm I'm done. I know one thing. I'm just done with him. Like, bro, for I real. think the same thing, yeah. I'm done with him. As we said on this show since the very beginning, I think on every episode, we've spoken about Kanye. He's getting to the point now that I might be done. Yeah. I... I I'm done with him. Because he keep going back and forth, back and forth, and then he'll be talking about free thinking. Motherfucker, you ain't free thinking. You thinking ignorant. It's like when you said 40, oh, you said, oh, yeah, black people 40 years of slaves. Oh, man, that's that's a that's a choice. That sounds like a choice to me. It like, sounds like a choice. Come okay, on, now, man. his whole uh, album rollout being Gandy, I was liking it, okay, because I like the fact that even on the track list, he's embracing the youth like everybody else, like, J. Cole hasn't been embracing the use, but he's that's why I made the song with a fucking little pump. That's both the worst and the best song I've heard all year. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking can't get first of that shit, go hard as fuck. I don't know why, but it go hard. No, nah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tight, yeah. I, I get you that. And the song's only like a minute and 38 seconds. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, uh, um, wait, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. The only thing with me is don't quit. I, and I hate. I'm gonna have to piggyback off Ja Jaru, uh, off of, uh, Joe Button on this one. Is that quit trying to ride these young dudes' waves? That's what you're trying to do, and it's not. No, stick to what you do. Had them come to you because you the OG. At least that's what I think of it. Don't ride they wave because you look. I mean, that's it. Like you, like you said, it's the the funniest, the wackiest, but still greatest, one of the goodest songs, like, you heard it in a minute. Not songs, but phrases as far as the lyrics and everything, because it, it's catchy. It's catchy. Now, Lil Pump versus Trash, but his hook yeah. was hot, and Kanye hook was, I mean, versus hot, and then, like, that comedian from the, that comedian oh, from the 90s, be, yeah, yeah. whatever, <laughs> that made no sense at all. I wanna come, nigga, I wanna come! Like shut your ass up. Yeah. That joke wasn't funny on comic view in ninety two you said it. Um, but I see your point saying that don't try to be like the young kids, but I I still feel like this. You have to embrace the youth without cause, cause you get more fly I mean what's that old saying that old people say you catch more flies with honey than vinegar or some shit? <laughs> yeah. But if but he embraces the youth it, and not try to tell them how to live their life, they'll be more apt to listen to what he has to say. But nah, but check this though, bro. I I think the fact that the new youth they don't even listen to the old rapper song no more. Like, and that's something that Eminem was actually even talking about. He was saying that they don't even listen to like the OGs or how like well the OGs far as like they don't listen to either him, they don't listen to Dr. Dre, or they don't listen to. 50 Cent or who came out back in the day, they riding their own thing. And that's why when you get folks like Lil Yachty that said, oh, have you listened to it? Nah, I ain't never listened to that shit before. I ain't never heard a Tupac song in my life. Like, oh, you be like, huh? Like, I ain't never heard a Biggie. And you be like, huh? Like, you be thinking like, well, why did you start rapping? I just need some money. So I just came up with a catchy phrase and everybody jumped on it. 
Bro, I respect <laughs> it. I respect that, bro. I respect it. And I'm sitting here like, nah, man, I can't. For the coach's sake? No, I can't. No. Hell no. I can't. I can't. I can't honor that, man. You need to listen to these folks because these dudes make homage to even for you to even be on this level to actually speak the bullshit that what you speaking. Like, and that's the shit. That's what I was saying. Like, oh, I ain't never heard Lil Wayne record. Motherfucker be like, are you serious? Come on now. Like, nah, you heard Lil Wayne, you heard this dude, do, do some research, see if you could get, maybe they could, because them dudes probably can, can give you some inspiration to speak some real shit instead of, instead of speaking that bullshit. And that's why I'm like, I, I don't like, like, these new wave rappers, like, with me, technically, if if you ain't J. Cole, you ain't Kendrick Lamar, every other rapper I listen to is 40 and up. Age wise, literally forty and up. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I throw Drake in there too, and and Wayne. But other than that, everybody else forty up. That's the Jay Z's. That's the well, it was the Kanye's. <laughs> right. The 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 push the T's, the Nas's, the the because I'm thinking of all these old rappers that still somewhat relevant today. The Eminem's, because everybody else is like, I listen and then I'm done. Except for Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake. I could, I could still listen to them. Like, no problem. It's, it's easy. But they still my age range. They are age range still. Right. So everybody else, though, under in the 20s, like uh, uh, the dude, Tex, Tex, Texan, whatever the hell, they got Tex, killed Tex, in his damn level. Yeah, I ain't never heard a fucking song until after he died. Then I started hearing his song, and I'm like, yo, this shit is whack. <laughs> like, for real. Okay. For real. Like, <laughs> All right, bro. Uh. Let me ask you like a few questions, and then I get my take on what you said. Now, um, what's your favorite, what's your favorite? A Beastie Boys album? Uh, what is it? Uh, Long Way to Brooklyn. That's it. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite brand new Bean album? Exactly, brand new. <laughs> bro, everybody has their entry point. So you can't get mad at these young kids for the entry point being fucking uh, Drake Lil Wayne. Because we listen to shit from the 80s, like brand new being uh, Beastie Boys. I've never heard an LL Cool J album in my life. I don't want to hear a Run DMC album. Oh, no, I, I heard LL. I got LL because that shit go hard. I, for, for you being an R&B guy, I thought you would listen to some LL, like real shit. LL too soft for me. LL too soft, bro. Like, like that Hey Lover ooh, with uh, Boys of Ben, that shit go Trash. hard. Even, even though I think he kind of hating in a way in the song. But. He is hating. <laughs> he hating like a motherfucker. But, no, but my point is this, though. Uh, you don't listen to all the people who influence your favorite artists because you hear that influence through your favorite artists. Like, Tupac was influenced by the fucking uh, Humpy Hump and them and the people that we probably never even fucking heard of. Uh, Africa and Bambada and shit. But yeah, nah, but- I, still, I still listen. I listen to them, too. I listen, look, I listen to all the old, like, majority of old schools, uh, Run DMC, African Bambada, yeah. I, I listen to some of that shit. Uh, Tribe Called Quest? Yep. Uh, even, uh... You got me there. I ain't listening to fucking Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, even, uh... Because, <laughs> you know what? The only reason why I listen to them, because I it was some radio show or some show. They knew every word to the song. And then they was, like, reciting it because they were just playing the beat. They were just playing the song. And they can literally re- say every word to the song. I was like, Damn. 
I was like, but the song was it was really hot. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me go ahead and listen to that shit. But then, uh, man, I, bro, I, yeah, I do my research on it. Like, I really, cause I actually want to see a mind frame of the old school to the new school. Far as like, I know you listen to some NWA. Fuck the police. <laughs> I've, I've never heard an entire NWA project in my life. Oh, for real? I, I, I don't think I've heard. Honestly speaking, I don't think I've heard an entire NWA song in my life. Yeah, fuck the police. I know I've you heard, heard fuck the police. I've heard it. I mean, the entire start to finish. I don't think I've ever heard that song in, in its entirety. Oh, straight out of constant. Crazy Never. motherfucking name. Ice no. Cube. Besides the song. Besides the movie. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, I've only heard, honestly, a handful of Tupac songs. I, I've heard like I've heard a lot of Biggie songs, but I've never heard an entire Biggie album. Okay. Um, cause I started, cause, uh, honestly, the, the first rap album I heard in its entirety besides MC Hammer when I was a kid was, uh, the first Eminem. That's the first rap album I heard in its entirety. Oh, no, that's fair. I mean. And, and I don't think I've heard anything prior to that in its entirety. I've heard songs and tracks and shit like that, but in terms of whole entire bodies of work, I think, I, I don't go any, I don't go further back than 97 when I was, like, 11. <laughs> so, nah, um. Yeah, uh, all right, so I think that we've uh, said enough about Kanye. But, okay, no, one more thing. When Yandy does come out, I think I'm still going to listen to it because it's, it's not like it's going to be hot. It's kind of hot, though. <laughs> but I'm still uh, done with Kanye, but I'm still fuck with it. <laughs> I, you know what? I give it a once over. If it don't catch me off that once, I'm done. And, and bro, shit, uh, I heard him and Chance... Him and Chance rapper, uh, who I think is also gonna come up in um in the show, in the studio recording. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> uh, I heard him and Chance in the studio recording a good ass job, man. and that's just and the song I heard them recording in the background sound like it's gonna be fire though. Might be. So I might also fuck with that shit. But perfect segue for us to talk about. Uh, the meat of this episode, probably part two, honestly, at this point. But our top five most overrated rappers of all time, in no particular order. 